Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who went and saw Get Out twice, but not because it was a great movie, but because they had to go with the side chick too. <laughs> and this is Jaren. And this is TJ. And wow, you know what? Sometimes it's got to happen, man. Like, you can't be talking about Get Out. Your side chick wanted to see it. You can't tell her that you saw it. Right. I guess you got to go back and take her. <laughs> or she might be like, <laughs> I want to see it too. Dog, and then, like, you got to act like you ain't know what, you know what I'm saying, what was going on. Like, oh, word? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then you get out the movie and it's like, you know, everything. Like, you have, like, your whole thoughts already together. <laughs> because right, it's your second right. time seeing it. You've already watched YouTube exactly. videos on the shit. And so you just have, like, all the background history and stuff on it. Right. You're like, oh, damn. Did you know that guy was in Seventh Heaven on the eighth episode? <laughs> like, like, how the fuck you know that? <laughs> right, right. See, did you know the underlying story was based on, and like, yeah, man. <laughs> was based on this uh, poem by Socrates. And, right. Like, you got damn. all the hidden gems. You got all the hidden gems already. You see every Easter egg. Like, did you notice? Like, on around the uh, one hour mark of that movie, when the clock was at 327, well, that's the same time when Freddy Cougar, you know, like, you got. <laughs> Like, Ladies, you know what? Men for that point too. Look, if one of the people in the relationship, you go to the movies and they know everything about the damn movie, either before the movie or right after you get out of the movie, they've either seen it before or they've done a lot of research online. They right. didn't do it themselves. Right. Just no. It's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that movie, I was very in, in, like in it. You know, I was very because I was excited to see it. So I was very observant and I did, I didn't, I would say I immediately came up with some, some thoughts about it. So, I mean, I mean you can maybe come up with some thoughts, but like to have your thoughts already figured out and it sounds coherent, cohesive, <laughs> you don't even have to think about it no more. You know, they just come out and they just sound really yeah, it's good. Because I had the conversation three times already. <laughs> exactly. I've been practicing this shit all week. Exactly. Right. I took the main chick to see it the day it came out. We going, you know, on the on the second weekend. Yeah, I got my thoughts together. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. That's not about me by the way. That was a completely um made up. Oh, what n- nice way, nice way to try to save it. So I had a situation happen to me. So mm-hmm. the situation was I did somebody a favor. And they told me, thank you. And I told them, "Mm mm-hmm. And they felt some kind of way that I just told them, "Mm mm-hmm. They wanted me to say, you're welcome. And I wasn't feeling like saying you're welcome. That just wasn't the mood that I was in. I just told them, "Mm mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Right. And so the conversation then, the conversation (laughs) then ensued. It was like, I know where this is going. (laughs) It went to, <laughs> it went to. Well, I told you, thank you. How come you ain't tell me you're welcome? And so I had to break down the fact that why people say thank you, oh jeez, and why people say you're welcome. And I think that this is important for people to understand. <laughs> Maybe everybody doesn't know this, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just tripping off of. I know, I know where this is going. This is going to be classic, TJ. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. It probably is. I don't see it as classic me, but I guess I'm I'm building a name for myself in all my years of life. All right. But <laughs> the way it works for it in my mind, I think I think this is the, the logical standpoint to take. Somebody they do something and then you say thank you, your thank you is out of gratitude. Like, okay, I want to thank you for what you did for me. And once that person says thank you, that's supposed to be it. If you expect me to say you're welcome, that's a selfish expectation. So 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 the the thing you did really wasn't like me holding the door really wasn't um because I truly wanted to just open the door for you, but it was because I wanted I wanted some type of recognition. If I expect you to say I'm like like if I open the door, so okay. So if I said if oh wait a minute, I, I might have said that wrong. But if I open the door, and I'm sitting there waiting for you to say thank you, that's not really the same thing. I guess that you're saying, you're you're talking about the welcome part, right? Exactly. If you open the door and the person doesn't show gratitude, that's bad. It's like yo, you could have said thank you, but if the door is open, I open the door. I already did you a fucking and favor. you walk and you say thank you. I'm working here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you say thank you. All I have to do is acknowledge that you spoke. So I can say like, no problem. I can say no worries. I can say mm-hmm. I can nod as long as you can see or hear my acknowledgement. That's it. Like I don't have to say you're welcome. I that's don't not have part to say of that. that's not necessarily part of the uh um like the uh charm or like charm school etiquette. Right. right. And, the and, and the thing is, is though your thank you was supposed to be something that you're throwing out there to show gratitude. You're not supposed to expect anything back from that. You're supposed to take <laughs> you're supposed to say your thank you. And that's supposed to be it. I already gave you something by doing the freaking favor. <laughs> like right. I gave you something already. Right. So when you gave me your gratitude with the thank you, I don't have to give you or you're welcome. I just have to acknowledge that you spoke. And said thank you. So whether I say no problem, mm-hmm, no worries, nod, whatever it is, as long as I can make it to where you can see that you've been acknowledged, that's all that should matter. So people out there, I just want to bring that out because people out there, if you're saying thank you to expect or you're welcome, you're saying thank you for the wrong reason. So you should be thanking a person for the action. So here's a weird thing that I do. Um, when people tell me thank you, I often say thank you to them as well. I'm like no, thank you, kind of thing. So, <laughs> so like, so somebody calls in, I help them with some stuff, and they're like, okay, thanks, Jaren, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, kind of like thank you for letting me help you, kind of thing. Okay, is, is kind of I guess that's where that's coming from. That's fair. And I very rarely say you're welcome to anybody. Is there, is there a reason that you? If don't somebody get said, up, like, if I open if I open the door, I would say like a mm-hmm kind of thing. Acknowledgement, no matter yeah. what it is, just acknowledge that somebody tried to to show gratitude. I might just nod my head and smile, you know. It, it, as long as long as yeah. they can see that, then that's yeah. cool in my book. Even if they couldn't, man, fuck them. I open the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what no yeah I, I would i think i see you you didn't get upset at all or did you have a conversation with them after that oh there was definitely a conversation this conversation that i'm having right now that's exactly where it went <laughs> okay. okay i was gonna <laughs> was say like, 
that person was like, so you're not going to say you're welcome? And so I had to explain to them, I don't have to say you're welcome. All I have to do is acknowledge that you said thank you. And if you're expecting that you're welcome, that's really selfish and self-serving. <laughs> because you want, you're, you're expecting something back. It's like, motherfucker, I opened the door for back. you. Like I, don't have to, <laughs> like, I did work for you. Like, I, I don't have to say anything. You have exactly, to say Exactly, that's you. what I'm saying. I did the work. So you need to tell me that you appreciate my work and I don't have to tell you that I appreciate your thank you. I don't have to I don't have to follow up with the you're welcome. I don't have to do that. I think people lose sight of that, dog. I, I think people really lose sight of that. And the world needs to hear why you say thank you. Yeah, I'm not with and that. that man. There goes there goes my problem with tradition, dog. It's tradition oh, there it goes. to say <laughs> There we go. That's the, that's the TJ I was waiting for. I knew that's where it was. See, I said earlier, like, this is going to be classic TJ. And I knew it was going to come down to tradition. Here Yo, we go. That's the problem with tradition. People just do stuff because they think that, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. They don't even know why they do it. They don't know why. If you knew why you said thank you and you're welcome, this would never happen. This conversation would so, never, ever happen. So, so did you research why we say thank you and welcome? Did you research? I didn't the, research the, that. The, I didn't. I the didn't origins, the origins of these <laughs> phrases. That one, that is classic TJ. I usually, I get intrigued about. You know what? So where did that come from? This time I didn't. I didn't do that this time. But I feel like I have a good enough understanding to why I tell people thank you and why I tell people you're welcome and when it's acceptable and unacceptable. I feel like I know the inner workings of that. Because did so we? I don't know. Did, did we talk about this on the podcast about bless you or was that just a conversation that never made it to the show uh dog we've done so many shows uh shout out to the 50th show here oh yeah way, episode 50 50th show yeah. <laughs> it's so many shows i don't even know i think we talked about it on the show the i think we did if we didn't i feel sorry that we're doing a disservice but yeah man oh, yeah we did we did i think i think i'm pretty positive that we did we talked about the fact that saying bless you came from something else years and years and years ago and we're still saying it and it doesn't make any sense we were saying bless you because of the demons we thought that when you sneeze that you were sneezing out the demons yeah and so we're saying bless you because we want to bless you so i feel like so, i feel like your thank you rant is coming from the same cloth as that and that's how i knew it is that's how it i knew totally this was going to be classic tj <laughs> it totally is coming from the same place next next time look forward to the uh the St. Patrick's Day rant because I know it's coming. Next no, week. I, you know I'm actually not gonna rant about that. I'm not gonna rant. <laughs> oh, about the Saint so Patrick's you Day. cool with people being forced to wear green, but they can't celebrate Valentine's Day? <laughs> you, what at your school they never made you wear green, or they say you gonna no, get pinched no. or punched if you ain't wear some yeah, green yeah, yeah. for some yeah, was... uh, for some uh, Irish holiday? We were slaves. <laughs> what, the, what the what the fuck do we care about uh, Irish holiday? And as soon as I realized that, I was like, I wish a motherfucker would pinch me. I was like in the fifth grade when I realized, like, this shit ain't got nothing to do with us. So, yeah. Say, so I ain't Irish. What you talking about? So, I go out of my way not to wear green anymore. No, though. So, I, I don't recall being forced to wear green. It wasn't like something was, it wasn't like you had to have the St. Patty's Day party and you had to give little hats and shamrocks and. You didn't have to do that. But it so. I don't know what your school was, but at my school it was definitely encouraged. 
and we were okay. reminded. Yeah, yeah, it was. In, yeah, I get the amongst, especially amongst the kids themselves. They, they it was yeah, exactly. Hard. They wanted a, they wanted a reason to be able to put hands on you, right? Like, yo, it's St. Patty's. I can pinch you if you ain't got on green. Like, like yo, said, my draws green, dog. My draws green. By fourth or fifth grade, all that, all that was over. <laughs> they wasn't, we wasn't with the shits no more. That wasn't gonna happen. As a matter of fact, this year on St. Patrick's Day, I ain't playing the Xbox. I'm not gonna drink out my favorite cups. My favorite cup is green. I ain't even gonna walk on <laughs> no grass. I'm not celebrating it. Oh, you're not. Well, I I found. Some I'm not socks using Listerine. No, dog. I found some socks on sale, so I'm gonna wear those uh, those green socks that I found on sale. Wow! Because that's what I want to do. Because that's because that's the tradition you want to follow. <laughs> if you say so, man. If you say so. All right. So this show it's the 50th show, right? Yep. And that's super dope. You know what? Let's go ahead and focus this show. We're gonna focus this show on Facebook. We had a lot of Facebook conversation. Oh yeah. Uh, between ourselves. There's a lot of stuff popping on Facebook. And last week we talked about a situation that happened in St. Louis on Natural Bridge again, which is the main road and St. was one of the main roads in St. Louis, Missouri, take you straight from the airport all the way to Mid City. And unfortunately the story was of a lady getting hit by a car. Now, as a follow up to that, there was some stuff popping on Facebook about that. Yeah, there was a follow up to it. So a couple of days after that that show, um, I saw uh, one of my Facebook friends. She was like, I'm ready to get out of St. Louis. Apparently, you can't cross the street anymore. Okay. And I'm like, what is she talking about? And so she had, she had, uh, had a screenshot of this other Facebook thread where there was a girl who was claiming to be the cousin of the guy who actually was driving that car and hit the yep. lady and killed her. And yep. uh, she's since deleted this thread, so I'm going to have to paraphrase here. But she basically started off the thread with, who want to fight? And right then okay. I knew, like, okay, this is my thread. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you know, who want to fight? And, you know, that lady shouldn't have been crossing the street and my oh, cousin come on dog stop it yeah she's she like, shouldn't have been crossing the street she shouldn't have been crossing the street and you know leave my cousin alone is what would you have done if you hit somebody and they had landed in your passenger seat wow that's mad disrespectful and uh so my facebook friend she made a post about it and it was already bubbling by the time i got to it and i'm like Okay, I need to get in on this thread. Tag me in. <laughs> right. Said <laughs> so tag me in. I am ready to go to war. And she's like, "You sure?" And I'm like, "Heck yeah, I'm gonna be in on this." So, uh, oh, and so the other part of the screenshot had some um, some supporters for this for this this guy, and they were saying stuff like, "I'm screaming, free him too." Shit, he 21. What MFs expect? Nobody know what they... Hold on. I'm trying to read it exactly the way she wrote it. Nobody okay. know what they do until they end that situation. Why they talking about why he leave? The fuck? I hate people. <laughs> if somebody else says, her ass 
shouldn't s h u d n t no apostrophe shouldn't shouldn't a ben b e n crossing the street like that in the first place then free your peoples somebody else free my bra somebody else damn that's fucked up for real i couldn't imagine how he felt seeing a fucking head right next to him i know that shit traumatized and put put him in a daze so wait time out time out so you're telling me that there's a group of people who are all going in on these posts post after post that this woman shouldn't have been crossing the street because there's a guy going down a hundred miles an hour on a road that might be 50 45 55 yep. no not even 55 because the speed limit on the highway it's is like it's like 30 or 35 is it 35 on natural bridge it's I probably i mean it's a maybe 40 if you live there i don't I haven't lived there in a while yeah. but maybe i remember on my side it was it's like 40 on my side but your side anyway but where that happened that was the residential part where there's houses on each side of the street oh gotcha gotcha so yeah so so there's houses over there but people can't cross the street right yeah so this guy is going a hundred miles an hour and there's a bunch of people trying to defend the fact that if you were in that situation well he shouldn't have been going a hundred miles an hour he wouldn't have been in that situation right that's yo that is I don't know if I'd have been able to read that. Then they like, victim shamed. Like, and so that's all it was until I jumped in. And I'm not, I'm not going to try to take credit for it, but I mean, there was, other, there was a couple other people who jumped in and said, y'all stupid or whatever. But I, I do feel like my post took it to the next level. Yeah. So I'm just going to read my post real quick because I feel like it was a masterpiece that has since been deleted off of Facebook. But <laughs> I'm going to make it live on through this podcast forever all right you got that right because this is our podcast so right. go ahead talk your talk, talk <laughs> so that talk. i opened up even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no ratchet <laughs> <laughs> and i said you should you sound like a fucking idiot it's one thing <laughs> to support your cousin it's another thing to condone his fuckboy actions i'm not even sure if there is a level of punishment that is fit for this piece of shit, whatever happens to him, I hope it is slow and painful. He was reckless and negligent and displayed a complete disregard for life. In closing, in closing, fuck your cousin. The fact <laughs> that he is still breathing right now is too good for him. Rest in peace to the lady and I hope her family finds peace that this guy will be spending the next 20 years um 20 to 50 years of his life in a federal prison now i know that it may not be 50 years because he's probably gonna get manslaughter for this but he should be getting a good 20 right right at least 20 and after that people started going and there was like a, just a whole bunch of more long posts <laughs> like buying where people was just destroying this girl and everybody <laughs> in this in this thread and I'm just thankful that that it was a small sampling. I mean, it was kind of going back and forth, but it, I just feel like it wasn't that many people who was like trying to support this stupid shit. Um, and everybody was jumping in and saying like how dumb. I'm actually are. shocked that you were one of the first to be able to jump in and do that. Like to have post after post, even if it was only three posts. I can't believe three posts in a row. Was oh, yeah. There. Oh, that was three posts in a row. Yeah. 
that was trying to defend his activity, his actions and what happened and trying to say that he's the one who's the victim here because somebody else's head was in his passenger seat. Yeah. So that is crazy. So there, there's a few posts I want to highlight. Um, they aren't the uh, super uh, highly well written ones, but they were definitely the uh, the most trashy posts. <laughs> so one person said, you know what? You want to fight? Meet me on Natural Bridge. <laughs> Another person called said she the girl look like Reptar. Okay. I don't know if you know who Reptar is. I certainly knew for some reason. Reptar is a um a character. He was kinda like Barney, but he yep. was a character that was on the Rugrats. Right. A, a, I remember Reptar. So yep. and she did look like Reptar, which is kinda funny. And, <laughs> and the third one she actually did yeah. that's hilarious and the third one was like you're like yellow starburst just worthless <laughs> okay I feel like somebody said that before nobody likes yellow starburst I mean I, I certainly don't I eat them you crazy I'll give, I'll give you all of mine left. yeah I eat them no problem so there were there were a lot more um, well written posts after that but those stuck out to me that's interesting you know what's funny is that on this facebook i mean just in life general a lot of it is as group think and when somebody has a path that they go people jump in on that path and it takes balls to be the first person to to go off that path i've I've met i've been in contact with a situation like that before on mm-hmm. Facebook where everybody was going in one way and it's like I can't believe this is happening this doesn't make any sense and but I try I'm the type that tries to make friends you know what I'm saying I, I try not to push it too much if it's not hurting me or my family or my friends and I, I try not to push it too much so it really depends on the situation yeah in this one this one I just felt so like I don't know. Like last my, week, you said you you was emotional. Yeah, I was. That was that was such an emotion behind this one. I felt I needed to release that, and she was the one. She she jumped out, and I can't say nothing to him, but his cousin, his next of kin, will definitely do. And, <laughs> and I, I, I wanted to get that out, and she eventually deleted my post, and then eventually deleted the whole thread because it got out of hand, I guess, for her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. Once, once the uh, once that can of worms was open, and the worms actually being the sensible side of thought, but once that can of worms got open, it was a can of worms for her because she wasn't trying to hear all the all that stuff about her cousin, how stupid yeah. her cousin was. And, and normally, but, I wouldn't I wouldn't get involved in nothing like that either. But like I said, I was just feeling so passionate. Last about week, that. you said you was emotional about yeah. it, dog. Like you really felt some kind of way. I was like, man. That 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 one vid like it it made you feel some kind of way like I didn't get a chance to see all of the uh, what 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 do we call it what did we call it last week the uh, photo photojournalism oh yeah final yeah or yeah. or final yeah final journalism yeah I didn't get to see all of those those final journalistic people showing you know all of the detail but uh, yeah man I I understand that since you were that emotional about it anyway last week that any chance you would have got to say something about it yeah you went ahead and took so, up on that offer i just can't believe this this free to god shit 
you know, that that way of thinking for somebody that's just so wrong. Negligent, yeah. And so <laughs> negligent. And and you're like, free my cousin. Free my brother. You know, bro. it's one thing to support like it's one thing to support somebody and like be behind them and try to help them through a time where they made a mistake. Yep. But it's another thing to flat out say free them as if they were not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say free this person you're saying that they didn't do anything to be put in the place that they are put in, right? They or do or, anything to be in jail. Or they did something and they didn't deserve such a penalty or a sentence. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yep, that too. Because, so because I'm okay with free that. the guys when it's like somebody just was selling a pack of cigarettes and they ended up getting 10 years for that. Like, what? You know, like that. that's, that's a little overboard. Right, right. I I agree with that. So yeah, free those when guys. Your, when your cousin ran somebody down on the street to dismember them, there should be no freedom statements at all. Like whatever they get is what they get. Even if it's 150 years, it's just what they get. Even if you didn't mean to do it, you did it though. So something has well, to happen. Well, if you if you didn't mean to do it and you were like within reasonable range of the of the speed limit i would be like free the guys too you know that that, that you know he didn't know that she was gonna pop out on the street or whatever if you driving down the street 40 miles per hour even if you yeah. ran a red light you know because she was texting or something i would be okay with you know you trying to support your people but yeah, I, in this supporting them and case. saying free them is is different though, dog. Like you can't you can't go out and say free somebody that was texting while they was driving and they hit somebody with their car. Like Brandy you can't for say freedom. Okay, so Brandy for example, Ray J's sister. Yep, yep. She killed somebody, like rear-ended somebody, and that lady died. Right. Okay. Brandy did no jail time, but Brandy wasn't doing anything that she wasn't supposed to be doing. Right. You know, she might have been distracted. Who knows? You know, she might have been looking at some billboard or something. I don't know. But, you know, she wasn't street racing or something, you know. Yeah. She was, wasn't being negligent. Right. It was okay. just a freak accident. This is okay. not that. This is far from that. So if Brandy would have went to jail, I think I would have been like free Brandy. I just would have not said anything. I can't say free Brandy. I mean, I understand that it it just so happened that the person died. It was a rear ending thing, and it wasn't nothing super negligent. I just w- I don't think I would go. I don't I don't go out on anybody's campaign already, so I definitely wouldn't jump out on Brandy's campaign. But if my cousin hit somebody with a car negligently, then definitely I would not be yelling free my cousin. Actually, my cousin. Oh no no no! He's my uncle. My uncle. We're really close in age. My my grandpa had a baby super late. He's like two months older than me. Mm-hmm. But he lives a street lifestyle. And there was a time where he got jumped within an inch of his life. And you know what? I couldn't feel sorry for him. I just right. really couldn't feel sorry for him because he lived a street lifestyle. That's what he lived. That's how he, 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 he was in gangs, sold drugs. I can't feel sorry for that. This is what and he then wanted there was to another do. Time, this, he wanted to be a black legend. Yeah. And so there was another time, a couple years later, where he got shot to within an inch of his life. I couldn't feel sorry for him because after he got jumped within an inch of his life, he continued on with the activity. 
Like I can't live by die by man. Like you live that kind of lifestyle. Eventually, statistically, something is gonna end up catching you. And I mean, I, I just couldn't feel sorry for him. You know what I'm saying? I hate that it happened to him, but I couldn't feel sorry for him. So, and that's and that's my uncle. You know what I'm saying? We grew up more like cousins, but right. I mean it. Even with my own family, I, I it, it doesn't change, dog. My family would have hit somebody with a car and dismembered them, and they was driving 100 miles an hour on a 40 mile or 35 mile, mile an hour road. I'm not saying free him. I, I feel I just like can't do it. Yeah, I feel like it's probably just best not to say anything. Just don't say nothing. You now, know, you if anything, say- if anything, you say prayers for that family. You know, the lady, the end. You know, I wouldn't yeah. be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be on some stuff like prayers for all that's involved. Because I remember like the chick, like there, there was that bus driver down in like Chattanooga who um, crashed his, his bus because you know, like a bus full of kids and kids died and stuff. And his mother came out and was like, uh, you know, pray for my son. And, you know, he's really a good person. And, but they, you know, had the son talking about, you know, y'all going to die today. You know, he said that on the bus to these kids before he right. crashed the bus. Like, you can't right. say stuff like that. Simply say, you know, I feel sorry for the people who, you know, lost a loved one. The end. You know what, though? I will say this, though. Like, let's say, because apparently it sounds like they were harping on the fact that he's only 21. And we've all made stupid mistakes at 21 that could have hurt us or other people. Most of us have made that kind of mistake before. He's a grown fucking man at 21. Yeah, but I get that. But at the end of the day, maybe he is a good person and maybe he made a mistake, right? So I do understand coming out and saying, you know what? My cousin's a good person. He's no way. stupid as hell, but my cousin's a good person. And if that's what the message you want to send out, I'm cool with that. But the whole free my cousin and is that chick's fault, victim shaming and all that. That that's out the window. He's not a good person. But I person, do understand man. to vouch that he's a good person. No, no, I, no, no, no. Because you know what? He was driving a Monte Carlo. The Monte Carlo says he was a fuck boy just because of the car he was driving. I already knew. <laughs> like, that's fuck boy car number one. The the. I knew he wasn't about the, shit. I knew he was gonna be driving like a, a Monte Carlo or a Grand Prix or something. I knew it was going to be right. something like that, and I was okay. Right. Or cutlass, a cutlass. Yeah, cutlass. Yeah, all the same family. Or regal. It's going to be it's a G body of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man. At the at the end of the day, man, uh, I, I'm cool with saying that the person's a good person because we all make mistakes, and that doesn't make us a bad person. But we do make stupid decisions sometimes. So I can I can see her vouching for that. But to come out and say free him and it's her fault she shouldn't have been crossing the street, that's all overboard. I'm just, yeah. And so for all the people that's running around talking about free my cousin, free my uncle, free my dad, free whoever the hell, yo, if they committed a crime, yo, just support them behind the scenes. Support them by putting putting money and putting money on their books. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Send them pictures, write to them. But don't get on Facebook trying to ride for him. Don't get on TV trying to ride for him. Like, it ain't it ain't working. So, anyway. All right. So, like we said, lots of interesting conversations on Facebook this week. Um, I started another one. Uh, well, I didn't start that last one. But earlier in the week, I had a question. 
and it went. I've been having some interesting conversations over the past couple of days. I'd like to hear everyone's thoughts on the age old ideal that a man's role is to provide. Not just for his family, but for the woman that he's dating. Is this a priority to you? Is this old fashioned? Do you consider this a high value and important that your man does this? Yeah. Okay. So, do you feel like your man should be doing this for you? <laughs> nah. I have a dad, and he took care of me until I was old enough to be a man and take care of myself, and I appreciate that. Yeah. However, outside of that, because that was his responsibility, he came and got me. Right. <laughs> so he, he held up his responsibility. But outside of that, though, um, I'm going to have to go on my tradition rant, Doug. I'm going to have to start this tradition rant. Let's go. Classic TJ. Go back to it. Classic me. We got to have like some, some music for this. That's gonna, we got to have some type of music. music or like bumper. a cold word, a startup word. Yeah, something that when I'm about to turn into this whole thing about tradition. So, okay. It's like, it'll go do, 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 do. TJ's traditions, <laughs> you know, something like that, like a little jiggle. <laughs> or like I got this done. It's like, and that was TJ's traditions, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So. I need a bumper at the beginning and the end. But we'll this work is on exactly that. why I have a problem with following tradition for the sake of tradition. This is exactly why. So the roles were set up in the past for a reason. Right. But people continue to follow into these old roles without finding out what's best for them. So I'm, I won't go back too far. I'm not going to go back 1800s, but we'll start when with women beginning to vote. I think women got their right to vote in what, like 1920. Jeez. Okay. Oh, I just want to put out a disclaimer. Whatever TJ is about to say does not necessarily reflect the ideas of the <laughs> streets or myself or any potential sponsors that we may have because he just said he, he, he's going back to women voting and he's talking about he don't like traditions. I don't want nothing, no part of what he's about to say. Go ahead. All right. Yo, well, check it. Well, the tradition back then in the 20s is that women weren't, they were inferior at that point. Mm -hmm. So if we went back to, let's just say the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, women were at home because they were thought to be inferior. That's why they were at home. They, you know, men were the superior homo sapien. They were, they were the superior human. Okay. And their job was to take care of home, bear children, take care of the children, and so on. And even if they did work, they had jobs that were carved out for them that made them very little money. So in those, in those times, it made sense for women to stay at home, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to fast forward. We're in the 21st century now, right? Women are gaining more equality, as they should. And in these times of equality, there's a gender roles change. And or there should be at least a thought of the gender roles change. So when I was reading the posts, there were some women in the posts that felt like, yeah, it should be innate for a man. It should be just something that a man does to take care of the woman financially physically right right and again i feel like now physically i understand because as a homo sapien men are naturally stronger than women it's a scientific fact right 
that men are just naturally that's just how the bodies are made up so i agree it should be innate for a man to want to provide that physical security but society kind of told us based on the times back then the tradition was that men take care of women okay so now in the 21st century i can't i can't really agree that men should you know take care of all the bills i can't really agree with that Okay. And there was a lot there was a lot of that talk of well and not even so it's funny your post uh you had your post but then I actually saw some posts in a, a whole nother room uh whole nother chat and there was a lot of women in there that was saying that they they were only looking for men that were willing to take care of them so what so what does that mean exactly so what I was thinking of was say something small like I would that's why I kind of put in that little um, that little variable of not necessarily your family or your wife but what if it's just the girl you're dating so let's say okay. the girl you're dating uh, not even your fiance but you've been dating for a while and say she's like oh uh, I just ran out of gas should you as a man go and help give her $20 bring some gas or whatever you shouldn't do it as a man you should do it if you care to do it for her because I mean if it was my homeboy I would do it too because there's a relationship there yeah so even if it was yeah. my homeboy yeah you should I do, would do it based on the relationship okay okay, so okay let's, let's, change, let's change it up so what if she got a flat tire would you do go help your homeboy and change his flat? You'd be like, no, nah, motherfucker, you change your own flat tire, right? <laughs> but you wouldn't say that to a chick you're dating, right? You you would you would be more apt to go and help her, right? Okay, I would be more apt to go and help her. That is correct. However, I'm I'm saying that because the the guy that I that I know, the my friend, I would expect him to know how to change a flat tire. I can't say that I will automatically expect because of the some way guys society don't is. Too, by the way, <laughs> some guys don't. I would expect it though. Like, so I would have the expectation that a friend of mine would know how to change a damn tire, dog. Like, I would just have that. Unless he doesn't have a father. And actually, I got a, I got that as a topic coming up. I wrote that down, but. <laughs> Yo, it's sad. Like, you know, I'm just gonna be real. You shouldn't be. <laughs> And I don't know if this just throws away everything that I just said a minute ago, but you should not be trying to be in somebody's relationship. You can't change a flat tire. Yeah. You just shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't even try to do that because that's something that you should at least be able to bring to the table. But then again, that's society. That's based on society's tradition that men should know how to do that kind of thing. And on the other. So maybe that's not even right. the, on the other side. If you uh, if you can't make spaghetti. You shouldn't be in. You shouldn't be trying to be in nobody's relationship either. <laughs> like Sarah made some spaghetti last week, bruh. Almost, almost proposed to her. It was so damn good. Did she put sugar in it? Was it sweet? It was slightly sweet. There um, you go. She put the hint of sugar. In and it. I normally don't go for that, but everything else was just so good, man. Oh my god. And oh, <laughs> sidebar. I told somebody that, and they was like, you're not supposed to eat no uh, woman's spaghetti. My dad doesn't eat spaghetti. He hasn't eaten spaghetti all his life because well, of what you're about to say. 
I never heard this before, and I heard it twice that day after saying after mentioning this. Basically, there's some old Southern wives tell that women you're not supposed to eat a woman's spaghetti because never a woman, eat a woman's spaghetti because she might put her menstrual uh, blood into the spaghetti and basically put a root on you to where you never want to leave her. And that's dumb. You know what? So my dad, he was talking about this church function. He was talking about this church function that he was having in a couple of weeks. And he's like, son, I want you to be there. It's going to be like at the spaghetti factory. It's some sp- a place that specializes in spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he doesn't get to the choose the venue. Factory. Okay. Well, it's it's a, fun, it's a it's a place that specializes in spaghetti. Yep. I think it's a spaghetti factory. Yep. So he didn't get to choose the venue. But he went on to tell me, and I know this about him already because he's been in my life. Yeah, son. So, yeah, I'm going to have to eat something different because, you know, I don't eat spaghetti. And it just brought me back to why he told me. He told me this this whole thing about not eating a woman's spaghetti when I was like eight or nine, dog. I don't know how I've went my entire life without ever hearing that. Well, maybe. Where's your dad from? Is he, is he He's from here. No, he's from St. Louis. There you go. So, he's not Southern enough. So, my family's from Louisiana. Uh, Texas. Yeah, my, kinda, my mom's people, areas. they from Mississippi, but I just never heard it. Okay. You never heard it. Okay. So he told me this when I was like super, super young. And so he reminded me that he doesn't eat spaghetti and it just took me back to why he doesn't eat spaghetti. So, and I was like, Dad, you an idiot, yo. <laughs> like, would, he, would, he, would he eat a woman's lasagna? Or is it like, what if she made pizza or is it just spaghetti? It's so funny that you said that. <laughs> Cause right like, when I thought about how idiotic, <laughs> no, when I thought about how idiotic it was for him not to eat spaghetti, my next thought was, "But you eat lasagna, though." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He loves lasagna. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, dog. Uh, By the way, she hooked you because she put her menstrual exactly. Blood like, like there was some truth there, I guess. <laughs> That's that's why I came out feeling that way. Um, I wanted to point out a couple, well, at least one special uh, uh, comment that I saw here. So there was an old classmate, and she said, everything pertaining to substance in relationships is give and take. All of, hold on, I'm reading it sideways, sorry guys. All All of the responsibility on one person alone can be a burden. Both parties should know their role and in all things reciprocity. If yep, you don't, I that word. yeah, I, I do too. That's why I, I really wanted to make sure I said that right. So reciprocity, I love that word too. I've said that on the podcast about <laughs> at least three times in these 50 shows, but go ahead. If you don't feed the source you take from, eventually your supply will perish and your mate will dump you lol damn and she says take care <laughs> take damn. care of who's taking care of you and i responded nicely put and then she said thank you and then they had the kissy emoji so shout out to uh her okay because she had that kissy emoji that's the only reason why i want to read that because of the kissy emoji oh okay there you go if you want to get on the podcast go to jaren's facebook and leave him kissy emojis he will shout you every time that will get you you very far shout though you don't even get a name shout though with jaren i'm gonna go ahead and shout some names so hold on hold on uh, okay okay shout out to leslie for that kissy emoji (laughs) i see you boo all right go ahead 
<laughs> so Tony, he says uh, he would rather have a teammate than a dependent. And he says it's important to note that the precedent you set up at the beginning of the relationship will carry out or carry on throughout the relationship. So I thought those guys' responses were very interesting. They definitely all were on the 50-50 kind of perspective. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it because we're in a time now where women are getting paid pretty close to equally. It's not fair yet, women, I know, but we're slowly but surely getting there. Um, But women are getting paid well for the jobs that they do and they have opportunities to do jobs like men have i mean again it's it's just like how slavery is black people haven't made it to where it's totally equal yet but we are on the come up so i totally understand and respect the grind that the ladies have to go through you're talking about the slaves you're talking about the slaves who were immigrants on the slave ships (laughs) we're not talking ben carson's (laughs) logic okay we're not talking about that (laughs) we're not talking about him but uh, I do I, I do understand that, that it's a grind but they are making a lot of money so who would I look like to say you know what babe yeah I'm, I'm making the same amount as you but I'm going to take care of all these bills boo and you just keep everything you just keep it all who I, who do I look like doing that that don't even make no damn sense no I would I would agree and, and just like those guys I am also uh, I guess I, I have some blended uh, traditional kind of feelings about certain things. And then I'm kind of new age on certain things as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like if the spark plugs need to be changed, I should definitely be doing that. Right. Okay. On a car, oil change, I need to be doing that, brakes, whatever. Yeah. Um, basically, what I guess would be traditional male roles. Um, I don't also don't mind uh, helping clean cleaning up and stuff. Actually, Sarah's uh, Sarah's friend jumped on there and said that her um, fiance, you know, he doesn't mind helping and cleaning. And shout out to him because I mean, I be coming in there and dude is a beast when it comes to cleaning. He goes <laughs> crazy with the cleaning. She trained him well, dude, or yeah. his mama trained him. Yeah, well. somebody got him right as, as far as that cleaning stuff goes. So shout out to him, but <laughs> but yeah, um, you know I don't mind helping and cleaning up, but I guess like stuff like cooking, I wouldn't say I expect a woman to do that, but maybe in my particular situation I would because I'm not like the best cook. Yep. So I feel like you know the woman I'm with, I'm assuming that she's probably a better cook than me. She probably should be the main person cooking. Like I could toss some, okay. some I could toss some Roman noodles on there. You know, on the thing, ramen. Yeah. So I could toss ramen. ramen. No ramen noodles. Say, <laughs> what I say, ramen noodles. <laughs> I know ramen. So yeah, I could have some ramen noodles. I could cook that for you, but yeah, I got I got, I got a couple things Rome, I can do. <laughs> noodles didn't come from Rome. <laughs> That's hilarious. What they came from Rome? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, dog. I feel like you just need to know that it's important that there are roles and you just need to establish them for you and your relationship. So like you said, you were talking about that you kind of you kind of would like to your your other 
to do some cooking because your cooking isn't all that yep. and you expect to have to change say the brakes and change the oil so at the end of the day there are roles and people need to fall into those roles and there should be some consistency there people we're, we're creatures of habit right so listeners know that there are roles out there and know that you guys have to fall into those roles because if you don't understand your role then you're going to argue bicker and fight forever and that's why even if you've been together for 10 years prior to getting married when you finally getting married you start arguing out of nowhere have you ever heard like oh man we, we've been together man we've been together for like you know eight years we're gonna go ahead and get get married and stuff right. yeah we, i know her already right they don't understand when they get married that some arguments can happen and the reason those arguments usually happen is because everybody in society society tells you that marriage is this other thing it's different when you get that piece of paper and when that happens there's these roles that you expect so from a man's perspective soon as i get married i expect my wife to cook i expect her to clean i expect her to iron my clothes that's a thought that men have you know what i'm saying and if the wife doesn't do that now the man is bad but the wife might feel like fool i ain't ironing your clothes i don't even like to iron you know what i'm saying so those roles need to be talked about yeah and i just want to remind everybody just refer to that disclaimer i gave a few minutes ago <laughs> so what was that to disclaim though let me let me let me try to fair. clean this up a bit I so think that was fair <laughs> i think that roles should be uh flexible so i think i think or um or like you said those people who expect for things to change when they get married no I think you should be defining those roles in those pre-stages of, of yeah. you know before getting married so and then that's kind of what I was getting at so like like I said if you were dating somebody I think something like coming through to help them change their, or to change their tire their flat tire that's going towards defining what your role would be once you guys in a, are in a more committed situation um, getting that good spaghetti and just sitting back and, and, and enjoying that, that's kind of helping to define what your role would be in that particular situation. Oh, so I think I know why you did the disclaimer. So, okay. Maybe, maybe I didn't say it clearly enough. What I meant to, what I, what I was alluding to is that there are roles, there are jobs that need to be done and in the relationship, you need to find out who's going to take on what role. There you go. I wasn't trying to. I nah. wasn't trying to say you, that <laughs> you saying women, there are roles. Women have the wait. Yeah, there are. But there are. There are roles. There are so certainly roles. Think, yeah. No, no, no. That's there are roles to. There are roles to be had. Right. Mm -hmm. So somebody's going to have to pay the bills. Somebody's going to have to cook. Somebody's going to have to clean. Somebody's going to have to fix the car. Somebody's going to have to wash the cars. Yep. There are roles to be had. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're predisposed to having a particular role based on your gender. I'm saying know that there are roles out there and you and your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend, you guys need to feel somebody's going to have to feel that role. And because we're creatures of habit, somebody needs to say, OK, when it comes to this, I'm probably going to do this a majority of the time when it comes to that. Who's going to do that? Is it going to be you? Yeah, sure. I'm going to do that a majority of the time. Know that there are roles out there to be taken and one of you are going to have to take that role because if you expect the, if there's no, it's like any other action item, 
whether you're at work or whether it's work, no matter what the situation is, if you don't put a name to the action, you're going to expect the other person to do it and it's never going to get done. So if you don't have that conversation with your other like, okay, babe, I'm going to cook on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You're going to do Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you if you don't have that conversation, then on Friday when dinner isn't cooked, you're going to be looking at her. She's going to be looking at you. Yeah, I think, so. it's, I think it's definitely problematic just to come in thinking like this is the way it is. This is the way my mama used to do it. This is the way my daddy used to do it and expect for that same exact thing to happen. Exactly. You know, in your relationship. And that's what I was trying to get. And, to. and so and so it's probably best, you know, <clears throat> that you live with the person for a while so you can see if they're a clean person, if they're the type that cooks, you know, if they are capable of paying the bills. You know, you gotta you gotta fill people out. So You know what though? But that's the thing, that's a misconception though, Jaren. Like to think even that you live with a person that those roles are gonna stay established. They're not exactly going to stay established. You don't think so? No, because so I agree that when you establish a role, when you get married, that role is going to stick. All right. But when you're in a relationship, no, you established that before. No, no, no. I might feel like as a man that's a single man, I guess I will be ironing my own clothes. I haven't put a ring on your finger yet. I guess I will be cooking my own dinner or whatever I expect my woman to do. I guess I'll be doing it myself because I haven't made an honest woman of you yet. But as soon as I give you that ring, though, whatever that role is, I think I want you to do. I'm going to have that perception. Oh, no, I gave you a ring. You need to be cooking dinner every night. What? That's how some men think. Is that how you think? Not exactly. Unless that's the way it's set up. Like in my household. No, but but you but you defined it, though. No, no. Okay. Again, disclaimer. Let's refer back to there, that. There's no need for a disclaimer, <laughs> there, dog. I feel there's like no there need. is. I feel like there is. Beca- I, I, there's, because I'm being because, objective here. Because are you okay? Because again, I think that is probably not the healthiest way to go about things. To to think things will change once you get married. I think that's a big problem in, in most relationships. That I'm telling that, you, I'm just saying, I'm being realistic. That's what I'm telling you. That uh, That's why I'm saying that Okay, it's it, a misconception. I'm it's try- a misconception to think that when you get married, it's a misconception to think that when you get married that everything's going to stay the same because it, it usually doesn't because society makes you believe that your woman is going to cook and clean. Wait a minute. How's it a, misco- how's it a misconception to feel like it's going to stay the same once you get married? Like, I don't I, I don't know if that's... Is that what you're really trying to say? Or There are a lot of guys out there that feels like once they get married to a woman, there are certain things that that woman is supposed to do. Just like there are a lot of women out there, as I and it's alive and well because I just saw it in the post, that when they get married to a man or the, when they're with a the man, there's a lot of things that man is supposed to start doing is right. what I'm saying. Okay. And when you get married, so maybe the man is fair enough to say that I don't expect certain things from you because I didn't marry you yet. Okay. But once I marry you, you know, the woman might think that, oh, yeah, we're cool. Everything that I've been doing, we're going to keep it the same. Man, he right. irons his own clothes. He cooks his own food. He does it all. Right. But that man... This is where this is where the confusion comes in. That man's like, "Yo, I gave you that ring. I'm, I so, gave you this wedding. So I'm expecting you to have my clothes nah, ready in the morning. They nah, need nah, to be nah, pressed." Nah, nah, nah. So, there are men that feel like that. So, so let's put on our advice connoisseur uh, Caesars or bald heads or whatever we 
<laughs> but let's put that on for a second here. Yeah. Well, let's put that on and then close out and get to this next uh, Facebook thing. So you want to, you, it's probably in your best interest to define those roles prior to getting married. You That's the time where you're playing around with it and you're kind of figuring out if this is what she's going to be down for. Uh, you probably don't want to go into it saying, all right, I put this ring on. So now all of a sudden I'm expecting you to, to crease my khakis and, you know, cook me pancakes every morning. You can't you can't expect for things to change. That is is normally not the way things go. And that's probably not the best way to approach. And at the at the end of the day, it's about the communication. So even before you get married, to see if she's down with the role that Talk you about think that, that yeah. she wants, yeah. or the or or he's down for the role. You know, if you want the man to take care of you and he's supposed to take care of all the bills because you, he you got his last name, you need to make sure he's down with that thought. Yeah. You need to make sure that he's cool with that. And if you think she's supposed to be cooking and ironing your clothes, you need to make sure that she's cool with that. And then yeah. when you do get married. You still need to understand what those roles yeah. you, you need. Y'all, you need to define that. Yeah. So I guess at the end of the day, what I was saying, what I was trying to convey, because I don't I didn't feel like we need a disclaimer, but maybe I wasn't clear. Uh, there are roles out there to be taken and you need to discuss who's going to take what duty, because there's a bunch of duties to be done and you need to discuss. And you can't just go off of society's yep. tradition of men do this, women do that. So if you feel like that you're going to change the oil and the brakes, then that's cool. If you feel and if she feels like she wants to make the spaghetti and the lasagna, that's cool, too. But you just got to do what's best for you, because in some relationships, the man knows how to cook better than the woman. Absolutely. So I'm not going to eat no nasty shit every night. Look, babe, I'm going to do the cooking. There's some relationships where the, the daughter is she might you might have a daughter of a mechanic. And she can take the whole damn, she can drop the engine for you. You know what I'm saying? So why would I change the brakes if she knows how to drop a whole engine? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, so. So you're good. And, and there, <laughs> yeah, right. So there's one more point that I wanted to make, too. One last point that I think is really important for people to get is that in relationships, there's stages to team development. And that's whether it's a friendship or whether it's whether it's a work relationship or friendship, when you develop a team, there's stages that you go through. There's forming, there's storming, there's norming, and then there's performing. So forming is like the honeymoon stage. You get together and you, you, you make your team. This is, this is in like relationships. I'm going to make it a relationship uh, stage stage process. So when you're forming, it's like the honeymoon stage. You just get together, everything's all brand new, it's cool. What happens is then you start storming. Because you're trying to find out who they are. They're trying to find out who you are. You kind of end up competing about who's going to do what. And you expect them to do stuff. They expect you to do stuff. And then eventually you start norming. You start normalizing. It's like, okay, I understand she brings this to the table. She understands I bring this to the table. And then you start performing. And it's just as it sounds. You start operating like a well-oiled machine. So when you think about marriage, or when you think about any relationship. Did you make that up? No, I didn't make that up. This is this is a this is an actual. I, I learned this just based on team building. That, this is actual team. Was that a military thing or is that work thing that you learned that from? No, this is a work thing. This is right. a work. That's thing. good. I like that. I learned this in my career. Yeah. So th- there's dog. This is real. It's actual stages to building a team. Yeah. And any every team that I've been in, they formed, 
and then they've argued and bickered because you don't know who they are they don't know who you are and then you kind of normalize a little bit because you start learning them and then once you know what everybody's capable of you start performing really really well i would say and people don't i would say the po- I, said, I would say we did that with the podcast we we did we did exactly that yeah. and it happens in every single team those stages you can't shake those stages. It goes like that every single team. And people don't take that into relationship because they feel like, well, it's not really a team. It's just me and her. It's absolutely and a team. Whatever. It's absolutely a team. And so this is one more point that people don't think about. When kids come into the picture, guess what? It's a new team member. So you go through the whole process over again. Because when you start, you, you form, you got this whole new team member. You got a kid. And then you start storming like, well... You're supposed to feed them. No, no, no. You're supposed to feed them. You're the one with the boobs. I can't feed them. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And then Absolutely. you start norming. You start, all right, all right, I know when he wants to eat. And you know when he wants to eat. We know what's best. And then you start performing. And that process starts all over again. So every time you add a new member to your team, that's the process you go through. And, and then when you start adding friends into your relationship and they start knowing all your business, you've actually added a number, another member to your team. So it's important that people realize that team development is important and these are the stages you go through. I just wanted to make sure that people understood that. And can I toss one last thing in there? And also just make sure, well, hold on, I guess I got to make sure that you respond since I asked the question. Can I toss one more last thing in there, please, TJ? <laughs> Sorry. Doug, it's your show too. What is it? What's, what's right. popping? So also just make sure you allow that time for the mask to come off. Because everybody goes into the relationship with that mask, you know they're trying to front like their room is clean and stuff. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta wait, you know, until that mask comes off. That's true. Like if she hasn't farted in front of you yet, y'all don't really go together. If you haven't had to take her tissue to the bathroom yet, or she hasn't took take taking you any, y'all don't go together yet for real. <laughs> if you ain't caught her with her with her room not clean. That mask is still on. You have to wait until all that stuff comes down. You got to wait until his car ain't clean no more. You know, he's still taking his car every time y'all go on a date and cleaning it right. before he pisses you up. still got a full tank of gas. Yeah. It's still spotless. <laughs> you got to wait until all, all those masks come off um, before, you know, you really know a person. And then to be able to define those roles. Because she might be cooking breakfast for you every morning in the beginning. So... You got to wait. You got to wait till that mask comes off. Yeah, man. It's important that you brought that up, too, because at work, I mean, this this phase, these phases of forming a team, those masks, they're masks, but they last a lot shorter. Like you don't wear the mask that long at work because you're doing it as a job. But in relationships, people tend to wear that mask longer and you're never going to get through the stages properly until people start being the real them. You know what I'm saying? So at work. It's a lot faster that people start being the real them. If you don't like some shit, you're like, yo, I don't like that shit. That fool, I, I can't stand working with him. And then you're going through your process. And then you start learning what they're good at. You start using them for their strengths. But in a relationship, like you said, she's trying to, you know, she's trying to show you up. You're trying to show her up. You you spending every dollar you got to take her to every concert to come to town. She's trying to cook for you <laughs> right. every single day. Right. And like you're going broke for this girl, right? Right. You're not being the real you. But when you start being the real you, that's when the actual process starts. Yep. So and that and yo, that's exactly why I was saying that in marriage, to think that it's gonna to think that 
it's all the same is a misconception because when you get married a lot of women and a lot of men feel like yo i got you now i mean where you going i'm not going anywhere that's when they start being the real them and that's why i said you got to talk the roles all over again that's why when 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 you hear people say that they argued when they got married, it's like yo y'all been together for seven years why y'all arguing now well it's because they let everything go when they got married. They like, yo, we married now. I'm going to tell you, you need to be cooking, cleaning, it, watching the kids. Yeah, I know you got a job, but I want you to do it all. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, that's where things get twisted up. You don't talk about those roles again. Just figure it out that's before that. Important. That's why it's important to figure it out before even getting to that point. Well, and, and actually be the real you, too. I mean, don't be faking it. If you ain't willing to do something for the entire relationship, don't even start doing it like just be real especially if you're if you're if you're an adult like when you're when you're 20 years old yeah you're gonna you're gonna go out of character a whole lot but when you're in your 30s and you start a new relationship be you from day one <laughs> you know what i'm saying don't yeah. be doing some shit that you ain't gonna be willing to do forever right so all right and then we had sierra <laughs> go ahead and put those cricket noises in there there's some there's a picture floating around and in this picture you have sierra and she's pregnant she's got a baby on the way she's in her undies and you have russell wilson he's in the background you can't see his face you can barely see his body but you can see his hands holding on to his soon-to-be child she was holding on sierra's stomach and then in the forefront of the picture you see Sierra's child. We'll just call him Baby Future. Now, I believe the Baby yeah, that's his Future. Name. Is it? Yeah, his name is Future. Is his name Future? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to call him Future. But his mama call him Future. <laughs> mama call him Future? I'm going to call him Future. That, that, that's why we call him that. Future. Yeah, he's Baby Future. Yo, I thought they was calling him Baby Future. but <laughs> No. That's what that's he really if you, if you went pulled future. up his birth certificate, it would say future Hendrix, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so then in the forefront of the picture you have baby future. Uh this who has nothing on. Yep. Yeah, he has nothing on. So Sierra has nothing but her undies. Russell Wilson, uh, he looks like he's shirtless. He's topless. He's topless. Uh Yep, I don't know what he has on under that. He probably has clothes on. And then Baby Future is naked, and he's like what three, four, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, the internet was in a frenzy, especially Facebook, and so I had a post and asked. Basically, I'm not gonna go and look at it, but it basically said, "Yo, is this fair? Is it foul? Is it cool? Is it not?" And I was saying with regard to Future, and my question. It came from a lot of different angles when I said with regard to future. Is it cool that she had the baby in her naked? Maybe she got his uh, his blessing. I don't know. Is it cool that the baby was in there naked with uh, his new stepdad? Um, I don't I don't know. You know, the stepdad wasn't touching on baby future. I don't know. His hand uh, was too close to me, though. It was very okay. close to his to his bottom. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the caption his of this photo bottom, said. By the way. It, naked bottom yeah the caption of the photo said just the four of us so i just want to know is it fair file is it fair or foul and there was a lot of people that spoke out a lot of people a lot of those people were women 
And a lot of those women, they were taking it, and I didn't really even mean it this way, but they were taking it to that future was basically a bum for a baby's father. And now Sierra has found another man who's willing to take care of her and her baggage, which is her child, with another man. She, he's willing to take this woman, Sierra, for everything that she has. And we should just be happy that she found somebody else and not trip off of it. You know, oh, and the picture was art. Okay, so I do respect the the perspective that the picture may have been artistic. I'm not in tune with art yet. I don't have art eyes yet and an art brain. I haven't been around art enough, so I can't just I can't dissect art with my eyes. I don't know what it means to be artistic when I'm looking at that stuff. See, I did. uh, I didn't from my perspective in that whole picture. I didn't really care about it from the perspective of art. Like it is what it is. Like people, okay, so people, so if it was art, been, I mean, so people have been art, taking you're, pictures. You're cool with it? It is art. Just, I mean, just just from the is. art perspective, it's not it's not anything that hasn't been done before. Oh yeah, yeah, you're a you photographer, know. so yeah, give me your perspective on it from being just a photo. <laughs> it simply wasn't a big deal to me. People getting okay. people. Was, was people, it a good photo? Was it revolutionary? Evolutionary? No, heck no, no, it wasn't revolutionary. It wasn't nothing that people haven't been doing for years. Okay, so was it a good photo then? Well, dissect the photo then. That's what I'm saying. It's not even worth doing that because it's so normal. But it's art though. So from from an artful eye, no, 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 no. It wasn't like it would be art if it wasn't like that's almost saying like saying like your your typical school picture is art. That's how normal this type of photo is. Okay. People, everybody is doing that. So it's, it's really not anything special from that perspective from as a photographer who's seen a million of these pictures. So is it a good picture? I mean, it's well exposed. It's well composed. It's a picture. It's, oh, it's, by the it's way, not, it's not breaking any grounds. It's not like, dang, you know, Sierra just did this picture that nobody ever has done before. It's the same typical shit that people have been doing for a long time. So, by the way, if you want to see the picture, I'm going to hashtag Corporate Streets so you can go on Twitter and go see the picture for yourself. Just in case you're not in tune with finding this picture. Yep. Maybe you don't know how to find it. So, I'm going to hashtag Corporate Streets on Twitter. And make so sure just go hashtag Corporate Streets. And make sure you do uh, do the same thing for the one with Future in it, too, where he's, like, popping out the side. <laughs> so, there's another Was that completes the story for me. Like, I love that picture. <laughs> Like, as a matter of fact, I want to say that was the actual picture in a Photoshop future out of it. <laughs> so I'm going to put that picture on. Just know that future is not supposed to be there. They or photoshopped him out. <laughs> right. They photoshopped, photoshopped him out of the picture. He was actually there. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, so, so I'm it's, sorry. It's not, it's not an artistic picture it, it, okay. in, your, in your mind. No, it, it is an artistic picture, but it's not groundbreaking it's not anything that hasn't been done before so like to me it's just you know kind of basic okay it's not trash or anything you know but it's just kind of basic okay so you would say that it was it was well done in the sense that even though that baby future is naked she's only in her no i'm not i'm not talking about none of that I'm not talking about none of that. I'm just talking about from a technical standpoint because you said it wasn't it wasn't trash so i'm saying technically the the picture wasn't taken distastefully. No, no, not at all. Nope. Okay. Well, 
No. What I'm saying from the from the from, stance of not about who's in the picture, but just the way the picture was yeah. taken. It wasn't trashy. No, not it wasn't at all, a chick because all the sensitive, putting her ass in the camera. Yeah, all the sensitive with some stuff around, was, looking slutty. Yeah, it's not supposed to be sexy or nothing like that. Um, you know, it 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 told the story that it was trying to tell. It, it's it's a it's a new family, a blended family, and it showed that. Okay. Now. <laughs> now, now getting to the other part of this now was it <laughs> was it was it tasteful in the sense of she's she's got I mean Sierra's been doing this since she's hooked up with Russell Wilson right been um, kind of just showing or popping up everywhere with you know Russell Wilson and then Baby Future that that whole situation has been kind of odd to me. First of all, don't feel sorry for Sierra. She knows that Future had busting a nut in four other women with and has like five other kids. That's not like something she's not a, she wasn't aware of. So don't feel bad for her about hooking hooking up with the fuck boy. She knows I'm what that. she knows what it was. Right. I'm with that. And I think I made a post very similar to that on, on the on the thing. Yeah. Because a lot of women were coming from my head. They were mad. And I didn't even say nothing. <laughs> like, I didn't even say much. I was just, like, replying to people. And they were the women were coming at my well, head about because, it. Because people have these mental arguments in their head, you know, when it hasn't even happened yet. And then they'll respond to that imaginary argument that they had already. Dog, I don't think I told you this. But I just told my wife the exact same thing. Yeah. I told her that she, she thinks something in her head. Like I I've said, done that it, before. but I really didn't say it. I've done that before. <laughs> I, I've had a whole discussion in my mind before and then just jumped in and then just start speaking out loud without without any of the background shit. I just start speaking out loud in the middle of the conversation. I've done that. It's like, yo, where you come? I didn't even say I didn't say nothing like that. Where are you getting that from? <laughs> but OK, so, yeah, the women were coming from me for me and i just had to say well look don't feel sorry for sierra i mean she the one who chose future she knew he had like four other baby mamas and she knew the relationship he had with those kids and she chose got pregnant by him because they were saying that yeah well future was a dog and y'all should be happy that she found somebody that's willing to take care of her because see future is a dog that's all she's been looking for from what it seems yeah i mean it's her choice I mean, she ain't never messed with no uh, normal person since she's became. But she yeah. found the right one this time because apparently, yeah. I think Russell Wilson was married before, and his wife was going in on him talking about how weak he was. Talking about you know he's a weak guy, so Sierra found the right one this time. Ooh, that could be a whole other topic because I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering what she means by that. Like he's weak, you know. Is he just soft spoken? Is he not willing to engage in that back and forth bullshit that, that a lot you of know, women it's wanna, funny. want you to get into? It's funny that you say that because if a man is submissive and like lets his woman do whatever, or passive, there's a lot of women are passive, or submissive, and passive. Is, those are different, though. I know. I'm saying them as two different yeah, things. Okay. Okay. If if they are, there's some women out there who think that that's a weak trait. Yeah. And I can see him being kind of a soft-spoken, not really, you know, turning up, you know, when you're trying to turn up kind of guy. Yeah. I've seen him in interviews. He's uh, in, in many interviews, and he really is a really genuine, nice guy. He looks like he just wants to make people happy. 
He was willing to wait until they got married before they had sex. Boom. Some people think that that's soft. <laughs> Amazing. That's the whole nice guy finish last thing. You know? Yeah, man. You can't even be a nice guy anymore in 21st century. Yeah. But go ahead. So uh, now we, we moved on from the fact that it was an art. Uh, it was a picture that was tastefully done. But yep. now we're going to go into the details of who was in the picture, what was happening in the picture, and how the picture went. So can I just, can I can I give my perspective on that first? Go for it. You got so it. So as a father, as a father, I look at their situation and I always put myself in, I always find myself being put in future shoes, right? Just from the perspective of being a father and looking at somebody else interacting with my kid. Okay. And that i mean that's what happens right you know like if it didn't work out with with the mother your kid you know you have to expect for her to go out and you know start another life that's completely expected right yep sounds like it it's slightly different <laughs> when your when your baby mama when your mother your child goes out and gets a super bowl quarterback you know, a Super Bowl winning quarterback <laughs> as, as, as the stepdad. No, dog. But you rich though. You got all this money. You future Hendrix. It don't matter who yeah, she get. But he's you Russell got all Willie. the money. He's, he's Russell Wilson though. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm expect. I'm thinking his contract is a little bit more solid than futures. He's getting football numbers yeah. for sure. That <laughs> so, contract. <laughs> so that changes it a little, a little, right? And I'm looking at it like, damn, man, that's that's crazy because he's parading this kid around or she's parading this kid around and, you know, paparazzi's taking pictures and stuff. So that has to be really hard for him to look at that. And it yeah. obviously has been. because He's still been making music about her. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so. Because his other baby mamas, I mean, they're nobodies in right. the sense of the public eye. Right. But he's got a chick that's somebody that's his child's mother. So people care about that relationship and, and people care about baby future. And she has no they problem. They care to know. And she has no problem clapping back every single time he puts her name in a, in a record or <laughs> sends a, sub, a subliminal message through a record. Uh, and as she should. Why not? Yeah, Why absolutely. Not she claps back every time. <laughs> oh, you want to put my name in a record? Guess what baby future is about to be wearing? To, right. <laughs> you know, Russell he's Wilson wearing. jersey. Right. Yo, and she actually did that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Knowing yeah, that, that this picture's Jersey gonna go on. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And she wins every single time, dog. Yeah, she's Future's yeah. line has nothing on yeah. the antics that his, she comes up with. His bars is whack. It's always something about fucking an R and B chick. Like, okay. But here's your son wearing another man's jersey. And- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Here's your son wearing another another man's jersey. His mama screwing that man. Right. Yo, it's different just to buy an AI jersey, right? You yeah, yeah that's okay. She ain't messing with yeah, AI. It's not a big deal. But, yo, but you're the jersey. at the practice. You're on the practice field, and you got the jersey on, <laughs> and he's holding you all right. at the same time. <laughs> that's yeah, she, she's going to win that every time. And, okay, and so you said that's disrespectful. And, and I believe... It is in a hum- in a um, in a humorous sense, or in a petty oh, yeah, sense. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it is it really disrespectful? Nah, 
not for real. No, no, no. no but no, but no. in the urban way of using the word, in the in the hip hop way of using the word, is certainly disrespectful. Okay, so let's let's do it like this. In a beef perspective, like you you got your in your in the hip hop community beef perspective. Yeah, that was a that's a disrespectful move. It's but a just diss. In a, yeah, it's a diss. Yep. Uh, and in a regular real world situation, there's nothing wrong with the way that she that that you know that the kids wearing that man's jersey. It's not a big right. deal. But in the hip hop community, he throws a shot and you come back. And your shot is you screwing a guy. He's a football player. He's got football numbers, football contract. He's probably quadrupling whatever you make. And your son is wearing that man's jersey. Yo, you win that every time. You don't even need a diss song. Right. You know what? People talk about the dopest diss song in hip-hop. No. Sierra's disses are the best in hip-hop culture ever. I'm just going to go on the limb and say it. I can't, Nobody's ever. Done I can't anything. argue that. I mean, <laughs> like Ice Cube's "No Vaseline," uh, Pox hit him up. Those are pretty disrespectful. Ether, but take, yeah, take either, over. Yeah, but you know, Nas. Well, Nas was pretty mean. Jay Z talked about screwing Nas's baby mama, but Pac said yo, he smashed Faith. Yo, yeah, exactly. Pac said he smashed Faith, but Sierra took it to another level. She's smashing a football player, and your son is now wearing his jersey. And you have to you see can't. it. You can't, you can't <laughs> escape this. It's on social media every day. Yo, like that's crazy. They only had one picture of Pac, you know, taking a picture with Faith, and it was just a picture of them sitting next to each other. They looked a little high or drunk or something. You have to see multiple pictures of your son, your ex. And her new fiance or her husband in it now, you have to see that all the time, or just quit social media. Yeah, man. Because people are gonna be tagging you in it. It's just bad, <laughs> you know. It's just really bad. Yeah. It, or or good, depending on what side you are. Oh, yeah. it was a good one. Uh, again, I, good. I'm always looking from his perspective, and yeah, it's just it has to suck. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely well. Since you're taking his perspective, I'm gonna take Sierra's perspective. She's getting his ass good. She's hitting him where it hurts. It's good. She's doing him right. However, so let's go back to a real world, a real world perspective. Should she be used? I mean, is she using the kid in this sense? Do you, do you feel like she's, she's not, using she's him as not a pawn, using kind the of? Kid. Like, like, she's not like using the pettiness of it? Yeah, I mean, sure. It's petty, but it's to the dad. It's nothing that's actually going to hurt the kid, though. It's not like... So it'd be different if, if she wanted to get back at Future and she screwed 10 guys in a week. And she has the kid meeting the guys every week. Like, that's hurtful, right? But the man we're talking about is the man that she married. And she's got this one man. And this man seems to be a good guy. And although the kid is kind of in the center of the beef... It reminds me of like the Disney movies, especially now, how they have the adult humor in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But the kids have no idea what that humor is. Right. They're laughing for a totally different reason. Right. So I feel like it's kind of like that with Sierra and Future. Like the kid has no idea what's going on. He's just wearing a guy's jersey. You know what I'm saying? And he gets he gets to see that guy. She, he's putting that jersey on because he gets to meet him. He doesn't know the whole sidebar. He doesn't know the hashtag. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So in that case, I don't think it's hurtful. And I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not sure what kind of father future really is, if he was, if he's even really wanting to be in this kid's life or what the case is. I know they've been going back and forth with the custody battles and stuff. I would imagine if he was fit, he would have some type of visitation thing going on, but he's just trying to run around, drink lean, sip on, <laughs> sip on lean, fuck bitches and, you know, do shows and mumble raps all week. So, right. I'm not sure if he could be mad. Yeah, if nothing else, it's definitely interesting uh, how social media reacts to the the smallest things and how social media looks so deep into stuff, deeper than what the intent of it was. Like even like with rap lyrics, a lyric comes out and social media will think about it so deep and give that rapper credit for stuff that he didn't even think of when he said the line like oh man did you hear that he connected it from remembering science class and then back in 22 bc back in this man that line was so cold and the rapper's like yo i just put those two lyrics together i didn't even know that (laughs) i wasn't even trying to do that it was just coincidence you know and so at that same with that same thought in mind i think that sierra posted that picture although i do think it was a shot at future with the just the four of us line because i mean it was clear that it was four people in the picture yep like i don't know if she had to say that and she could have said that if she wanted to but just the four of us like even statements like that so i got hit really hard when i said that it was a shot when she said just the four of us and they were like, well, yeah, it is just the four of them. I'm like, no, it's not, man. You got family members. Like, why do you have to say just the four of us? They're like, well, when you, when you take a pictures of your family and you put them on Facebook and Instagram, like, you're doing that because you're celebrating. You're proud of your family. It's like, yeah, but I'm not saying just the six of us, though. I'm not saying that because we got, I got family that, that helps us a little bit. You know, I got family that cares. There's no reason for me to say, hey, y'all, it's just the six of us. That's it. But, it's just us. So that can be a play on the Just the Two of Us song. I mean, that's what I kind of assu- assumed it was. Um, <clears throat> but if you want to take the petty route, that word just kind of changes it to kind of exclude future in this situation. Yeah. That that's what I think makes it a shot. That's you know, what makes it appear to be. You a know, shot. if she said family of four or something, it would have been like you know, it would have been like oh okay. But right, putting that just that kind of changes things. Yo, somebody said that to me on Facebook too. You know, that was a song, right? Um, no, it wasn't. It's just the two of us. It wasn't just the four of us. That wasn't no damn song. <laughs> it's just a play on the song. <laughs> that's a shot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but I'm I'm just saying that. That that's a that's an angle that somebody tried to take right. on Facebook when right. it was getting at me. It's like, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a song. Just the two of us was a song. So if you want to make that correlation, that should be a shot. With this whole Facebook discussion and this Facebook episode, you know what? The difference between my post and yours, you were going in and kind of responding to every response. I was just kind of letting the people go back and forth. Like people started going back and forth. We didn't even know each other on my on my thread about the gender role thing. Yep. But on yours, you were, like you're, you're saying people were going at you. That's because you kept opening it up to for yourself to be gone at by giving your opinion instead of just letting them talk to each other. 
Oh, definitely. You know. I was definitely uh, what what people were saying. So it was interesting to me. For me, it was an experiment because first of all, I've never had a post that was so active yep. ever. Yep. <laughs> okay. I've never posted anything that was something that was controversial like that. And you were actually I, you were kind of at the front end of that uh, Sierra thing, by the way. Like posting yeah. that picture up. Like you got I was that definitely up. you got that up. I was much definitely engaged. Like that Twitter was on got, it. Twitter was on yeah. it, but Facebook wasn't on it that quick. They were not. Like as soon as it hit Twitter, I went ahead and put it on Facebook. First time I've ever been that fast. That post got 156 comments, dog. So that's the most action I've ever gotten in my Facebook career. You know what? If you that's probably even if you add up everything I've ever done comment wise, that might be more than I've ever gotten in my Facebook career. So, yes, I was engaging a lot more than what I normally would. And a lot of the time it was just me being devil's advocate. Like when I was jumping sides and seeing what people would think and taking their thoughts and twisting them and seeing what they thought about it to see what they really, really feel. So it was interesting. It was very time consuming, though. I probably will never do that again. <laughs> yeah. I got a day job. I can't. I can't be doing that. Dog. Yeah, me. I just sat back. I was gonna jump in on mine, but I just sat back and just let them do their thing. Yeah, because it was interesting because my friends started talking to my other friends that they didn't even know each other, and at first I got kind of scared because they were like literally going at calling out names and replying to each other, and I'm like, man, I kind of like put this gathering together. It's kind of like throwing a party. But see, it's not though. That's not your because it's social media. It's a little different. Where that's not really your problem. You like you don't have to play mediator in that case. No, man, I threw this party, dog. I I brought this party together. I started this thing and all these people meet because of me. So I was kind of nervous about how my friends were gonna react with my other friends. Cause you know you have friends for every situation. You have friends for different situations. So I got friends that I went to school with, I got friends I was in the military with. My military friends have different humor from my school friends. Right. And I didn't know how that was going to work out. So I was pretty nervous about that at first. But then I saw everybody was playing nice and they were just giving their opinions. And it turned out to be pretty fun. It was just very, for me, because I was so interactive with it, it was time consuming. See, with that one post about the, the, with the cousin of that guy, I didn't give a yeah. fuck who friends was in there. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, how I, I even got linked to that. Like, as far as how did how did uh, my one Facebook friend, how did she know them? Yeah. I didn't care. I just I just jumped in and went in. I didn't care. That's who hilarious. Saw. I didn't know who that girl was or anything. So. All right. And I think we're going to close this thing out now. Yeah, we're good. All right. We're good. You know what I realized in my last few shows, I've been saying my closing the whole you can be listening to anyone in the world right now however you're listening to us and we appreciate it and i realize that i say it every show and it sounds very repetitive and it sounds like i say it because i'm just saying it but i really want you guys to know and i guess this is proper because it's the 50th show i really want you to know that i really truly believe that you can be listening to anyone else but you're listening to us and we appreciate that. So if you made it this far, just know that that appreciation is real. Although it sounds very mundane and perfunctory and it sounds like something that's scheduled. That's just my general sign off. And I really, really mean it from the bottom of my heart. So now that we're past that, Jared and I have another production called the Powercast. You need to go check it out, man. We're reading the book, the 48 laws of power It's by Robert Greene. 
And I know that you want to be powerful. You want to have power. People of power are above you all over the place. You need to put yourself in that position. The way you do that is by listening to us or reading a book yourself. The 4 Day Laws of Power is great. We take Robert Greene's theories and we think about them and we give them back to you in a format that's very easy to listen to. So check us out. It's about 30 minutes. We usually try to stay within 30 minutes, usually not longer than 40. So check us out. All right. It's 2017, man. Stop listening to that, you know, same old repetitive stuff on the radio. Give yourself something that your mind can listen to and something that you can use. All right. We have an email, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You know who we are, man. We've been saying it for 50 shows long. We are the advice connoisseurs. We know what to tell you to do, man. We know how this life thing works. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can find us at our Twitter handle at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who take an Uber SUV to their own wedding. Peace. (laughs) Shout out to my sister Jazzy. She's getting married. Congratulations on your nuptials. Congratulations to you and Chris, man. I'm happy for you guys. Yeah, why spend $300 on a limo and you could have spent $20 or get on an Uber pool? Let's ride for free. Seriously. They didn't do that, though, but I thought it was very proper to talk about. Peace. All right.